welcome to the Downhouse podcast, where you can learn more about Downhouse School. In our last episode of this series, we're looking at probably the biggest celebration that brings the community together, and that is Christmas. From carol services, Christmas lunches, parties and tree decorating, the festive spirit is alive and well at Downhouse. Today, our host, Simon Jones, speaks to our chaplain, Reverend Platt, and pupils Sydney and Philippa, both in the Remove or Year 7, and Olivia in the Upper Sixth. So today I'm joined by Reverend Platt and we've got three pupils with us. We've got Philippa, Sydney and Olivia. But first of all, Anthea Platt, nice to speak to you. How are you today? Very well, thank you. We're very happy. We've just done two super carol services and we're feeling in the Christmas spirit now. Excellent. Well, it seems very appropriate to be talking to you around about Christmas. Of course, not to suggest that you're not busy the rest of the time of the year, of course, but but right now is a particularly busy time for you, I imagine. Tell me some of the things that have been going on then at school around about this Christmas season. Yes, lovely. So we have a, a Christingle service um, mm-hmm. at the beginning of Advent, the beginning of December, and we make our oranges, don't we? Yeah. And we make our little creative Christingles, and then we sing a Christingle song and remember the idea of light and Jesus coming into the world. And we do that in chapel and it was quite dark, wasn't it? But it was quite, it was quite exciting. And that was a lovely thing that we did. And of course, we've had two Christmas carol services, which I think you'll hear more about from, from the girls shortly. I'm dying to hear more about those, of course. Yeah. Uh, now, you mentioned the Chris Dingle service, and, and I, I certainly remember Chris Dingle services from when I was younger. But some of the parents listening to this right now, they, they might be confused with you talking about an orange. So just, just describe to us for a second what the orange is, what it represents, and what everything else around the orange also represents. Sure. So the orange represents the world, God's world, beautiful, creative world that Jesus comes into for Christmas. We remember that. And then there's the light, the candle, which is the light of the world, which represents Jesus. And then we also, around the, the orange, we put a red ribbon. And that symbolizes Jesus's pain and suffering on the, when he, he died for our sins. We remember that. And then we had the best bit, I think, for everybody. There was four cocktail sticks with lots of sweets on. And they represent the seasons and the gifts that we've been given by God and all that we can be grateful for. And we get to eat the sweets, don't we, yeah. at the end. And most of us managed to get to the end of the service before eating the sweets. Fantastic. I love that. I really do. Okay, so the Chris Dingle and you mentioned two carol services. What what else is happening around about now before we jump across and find out from the girls what 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 what's going on from them? Well, we had a nice service this morning in chapel for the lowest school and we had some candles there. We lit our advent candles, we sang some super Christmas carols, and we remembered again, just thought about how we can learn about God's love for us through the songs that we sing at this time. Um, and, that, and everyone did a beautiful job singing today as well. I love that. I love that. I really do. Uh, Anthea, it's lovely talking to you right now. I'm going to come back to you in just a moment. But first of all, I'd love to speak to Philippa and Sydney uh, because they are both in, in Remove. That's year seven. So Philippa, Sydney, uh, who wants to go first? Philippa, why don't I ask you, tell me what it's like for, for you at Christmas. Uh, this is your first Christmas at Down House. What, what's your experience of it so far? How much are you enjoying it? So it's really fun. And we got to decorate the Christmas tree in our house. And we did lots of, se- we did Secret Santa, which is really fun. And we also have, we went on a trip and we've had lots of nice food. Amazing. Okay, right. Let's look at each of those in turn then. So you mentioned the the Christmas tree in your house. First of all, which house are you in? I'm in Hermitage. Hermitage. Is is that the best house as well, Philippa? Yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> definite disagreement from from Olivia and from Sydney. We'll we'll speak to the pair of them in just one moment. Uh, now, tell me, how big is this Christmas tree you've been decorating? Um, it's quite big. I mean, I think it's like probably six feet, maybe. Okay, so taller than you in that case. Yes. Okay. All right. Got it. Uh, and then you mentioned Secret Santa as well. Uh, so have you have you opened Secret Santa presents yet? Yeah, so Hermitage opened them on Sunday night. No, Saturday night. Okay, so big moment there. Tell me a little bit about how that works. For, you know, it's, is, is, there, is there a limit on what people are allowed to spend or are there any rules regarding this? So earlier during about a week ago, we had to pick names out of like a bowl and we weren't allowed to tell anybody what we got. And then we had a budget of £10 to spend on our secret Santa and we had to wrap it up and uh, we weren't allowed to say who it was addressed by. Okay, right, got it. Now, sometimes people do Secret Santa and it's really meant to be secret, but but sometimes people do actually tell other people who they've got a present for. What Was there any of, any of that going on or did everybody keep it really secret? Most people were quite good at keeping it a secret, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Excellent. Oh, that, that's really good to hear. That's really good. And, and I love the idea of Secret Santa because it does mean that everybody gets a present and there's nobody who ever gets left out, which is a really good thing. And Philippa, you mentioned this trip as well. Tell me a little bit more about that. So we went to the pantomime and we went to see Cinderella and it was really fun and good. Okay, excellent. What, what was your favourite part of Cinderella then? Probably the fairy godmother. Why is that then? Was fairy godmother quite funny? Yes, definitely. Okay. And this trip for the pantomime, was that just your house or was that everyone in year seven? It was the whole of Remove, so we all went together. The whole of Remove, the whole year group then? Okay, thank you for that, Philip. But now sat right next to you, we've got Sydney as well. So Sydney, tell me a little bit about your experience of Christmas. Did you go on this pantomime trip as well, first of all? Yeah, it was really fun. And also I think my favourite character was also definitely the fairy godmother. There's something special about this fairy godmother, yeah. I can tell. <laughs> and where was this pantomime actually staged then? Where was it? It was in um, Southampton, I think, yeah. It was in Southampton. Nicely yeah. remembered. I like that. And uh, so we just heard from Philippa about her experiences of Christmas in her house. First of all, which house are you in then? Okay, so I'm in Hill and Hill is definitely the best, just for no the record. <laughs> excellent and have you got a christmas tree in your house as well yeah yeah same size same look (laughs) except ours is definitely decorated a lot better and more than than hermitage's tree i'm just gonna put it out there but i love this friendly competition that's going on that's excellent and what other things have you been getting up to around about this christmas time then sydney so we made some like baubles on the weekend as well so um we all made some baubles and we got to like put our designs on them and yeah we also did secret santa but that was this morning oh oh very yeah. exciting that's, that's very fresh then uh, do you remember what it was that you received yes i got pokemon cards and, and i know who it's from because i will say in hill we weren't that good at keeping secrets <laughs> now i love the different dynamics here from one house to the next it, it, it makes it very personal I, I love that i really really do okay so you've got a tree and it's nicely decorated you've done secret santa what else has been going on so we had like a christmas lunch with our parents on sunday Oh, beautiful. Okay, so tell me more about that. It was on a closed weekend, and on the Sunday, everyone's parents came for lunch. So, but but just before that, there was like a big fair that was put on for in the auditorium, I think. Yeah, in the Murray Centre, and all the houses they made an item. So Hermitage made shortbreads. I think. Oh my god, they were delicious. 
they were like the best shortbread shortcakes I've like ever tasted. I bought two. Wow. And wow. then Hill made these like candles. I I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really buy any. And then Hermitage made de- uh, decorative like ornaments for your tree. Okay. And then alongside that, girls from Hermitage, Darwin, and Hill, they all also made um, cards. So like only a couple people were like chosen to make these cards that were then sold at the fair as well. I see. Right. So there's a lot going on, a lot going on. Now, Sydney sat next to you as well. We've also got Olivia. And Olivia, you're you're a few years older. You're in the upper sixth. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And how long have you been at the school for? What, what, what year were you in when you joined? I joined in Remove, so year seven. Okay, right. So you've gone all the way through the school. So you've, you've experienced Christmas a few times. So unlike Philippa and Sydney, who are doing it for their first time at Downhouse, but first of all, let me ask you, because I did ask the other two, which house are you in? So the house I'm attached to is Holcomb. However, I'm currently in a sitcom house, which is Willis. Okay, right. Got it. Got it. Thank you for clarifying that 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 little difference there, which is really good. Tell me about how you've experienced Christmas throughout all the, all the time you've been at school for then. I'd say it's definitely different depending on which boarding house you're physically in. Um, so, of course, in lower school, there were definitely traditions we had there, such as Secret Santa being organised by the house house staff and um, going on Christmas trips and having, of course, the Christmas lunches um, the two talked about. But in upper school, I think there's more emphasis placed on the Christmas trips and there's always the house Christmas parties, which are a big um, element of Christmas each year. Um, Throughout upper school, they're mainly organised by the highest year group that is currently in your boarding house. So when when I was in upper five, we organised it for our house. um, We had Secret Santa as well, but then just lots of food, music, a lot of fun, some games. And then when we get to Upper Sixth, there isn't any Christmas trip for the Upper Sixth. So this year we didn't have one. We got a lion, which actually was rather quite nice. Um, A lion and brunch, which was all I really needed. And then we organised Secret Santa ourselves actually within a friend group, but it wasn't quite so successful because the secrecy wasn't as secret as one might hope for. Um, (laughs) But um, no, I mean, general Christmas parties, a lot of food. The things that go along with Christmas were quite nice. So it sounds to me then that each year at school, it's just as exciting as the previous year, but it just sort of changes its flavour a little bit as you get a little, little bit older. Yeah, it definitely changes. I think it's also definitely tailored to what the students want at, like, I guess that stage or your maturity, like, depending on, you know, who it is. It's definitely different, but it's always always great fun. Lovely. That, that's really good to hear from you, Olivia. And also, I understand that you're that you're quite keen on music at school. Is that right? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. I'm head of music here at Down. I, I love the big smile that appeared on your face at the same time when you said that. So what kind of music are you involved in at Christmas time then? For me, the biggest aspect of music and Christmas put together is the carol services. We had one last Friday, so Friday the 8th of December, and like they are really spectacular. And I find them so fulfilling and such a great way to like display the choral music that happens here at Down House and what happens through the year, because we work so hard for them. And... We had it in the church in Kensington, St. Mary's Church, Kensington. And um, the acoustics are lovely. The songs were lovely. Um, carols and there's like a big brass band. And it's all very, it's all very um, slightly eccentric, but in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like the sound of that. Uh, which would you say is your favourite carol then, Olivia? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I was, there's two. There's Hark the Herald, um, because it's what we end the carol service with. And it's always very memorable. But then again, an old music staff here at Downhouse, Dr. Alexander, he arranged a very nice arrangement for a Come, Come, Emmanuel. And that is mm-hmm. really nice. 
Okay, I love that. I really do love that. Well, the three of you, it's lovely talking to you. I'm going to come back to you in just one moment. But Reverend Platt, if I could just jump back to you for, for a moment. It's fantastic hearing about all of these activities that the girls are getting involved in. It all sounds great fun. It really does. Tell me a bit more, though, about the spiritual side of Christmas at Down House. Yeah, well, I think all the way through our year, we are trying to consider how we can support our world and pray for our world. And I think at this time, we can be particularly mindful of of the need to pray for peace in our world. We do lots of work for charities and each boarding house has their own charity. And I think particularly at Christmas, that gives us another opportunity to work out how we can support our our charities. For me, it's about love. It's about knowing that God's presence and God's love is with us in this community. We share our love with one another and we recognize and welcome Jesus into the center of what we do. And we are a community of, of many different faiths But I think what we can all say that we have in common is that desire to love and respect and to build a better community um, through love and service. And I think Christmas is a special time for that. One of the things that just happened last night was we had our at home Christmas carol service, which we haven't done. I've been here for seven years. It's the first time I've done it here at school. And what was so lovely is we were able to invite different departments to the service So we had people from estates and catering and finance. And it was so lovely to have different people speaking. And of course, the amazing singing. The choirs did another amazing job. So that was really special to have to go out to London, to have a wonderful service there and also to be to worship God and to celebrate Christmas here in our in our community. And the pupils have done an amazing job. They are very gifted and talented and it's a real privilege to be part of this. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they did a great job. I'm, I'm not surprised at all to hear that from you, Anthea. Um, now, you mentioned that you're a school, uh, a community of many different faiths. How do you go about supporting those with a different faith who maybe don't celebrate Christmas in the same way or at all? Yes. So I think one of the things that happens in chapel is that we say the prayer for world peace, which you could probably all do for me in a minute, but you don't need to. And, and that's a prayer that is prayed by um, people of different faiths and none. So there's always a time within our chapel space that we can acknowledge uh, a different way of perhaps praying. If you are of a different faith and you don't want to use chapel as a space to pray, um, we have the Helix Room, uh, which is a space open for people to come and pray there. So I think we are quite an inclusive community and we respect different people's viewpoints on that. And of course, Christmas is a time when it feels like there's an abundance of love and there's generosity and there's kindness and there's lots of people coming together in a real sense of community. How can we take some of these beautiful elements and take them forward throughout the rest of the academic year? Well, I think it goes back to to love and service, to remembering that we are made in the image of God in our beauty and diversity. We're loved. And from that place of love, we move on and we love and bless our community. And there's such originality here in terms of different ways of raising money for charities. Each house sometimes does different sales, don't you? You come up with great ideas. And your fair on Sunday was to help um, support our local community and to help build um, a good sort of play areas for the field just down, down the road. So it's lovely that our school can be part of actually supporting our local community. And I think the West Bucks Food Bank is another thing that we regularly support as a school. And I think we need to continue to do things like that. 
remember that we are loved and blessed. And with that place of blessing, we go on and we bless others. I love that. I really do. Anthea, I'm going to put you on the spot now, if you don't mind me doing this. Um, I'm just thinking if anyone's listening to this right now, maybe they've got maybe they've got a Bible in their bookshelf at home and maybe they haven't opened it for a while and they're thinking Christmas is a, is a good time to open it. Where would you suggest they dip into? My favourite gospel is the gospel of Luke. My son is called Luke, partly because of Luke Skywalker, but actually because of the gospel of Luke. And I think if you were to open the Bible and read Luke's gospel, it tells us of Jesus and what he did. It's a particularly wonderful gospel that really celebrates the role of women as well. And I'd also just read the Psalms. You could open the Bible right in the middle. And then there's incredible Psalms that speak of whatever we're feeling, whether we're feeling joy or pain or sorrow, there is a Psalm there to encourage us and to help us make sense of our life. So Gospel of Luke, and Psalms. And my favourite Psalm is Psalm 139. We're made in the image of God in our beauty and our diversity. We're created and we're loved. And God is with us in the light and in the dark times. And of course, we think of the light now. That was Jesus coming into the world. Anthea, thank you so much for that. Uh, let's just jump back to our, our girls for a moment. Philippa, Sydney and Olivia, I'm going to ask each of you, tell me one thing that you're looking forward to about Christmas, actually when you're not in school, when you're, when you're back with your families or wherever you're going to be. Tell me one thing you're looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing my grandparents as they're coming to my country house for Christmas, which will be lovely. Brilliant. Thank you, Philippa. Sydney, how about you? I'm excited for celebrating the last couple of days of Hanukkah with my grandma and my parents, of course. Excellent. Maybe Fantastic. not so much my sister. But. <laughs> and Olivia, how about you? I think for me, one of the best parts of Christmas is going to midnight mass on Christmas Eve. Or also, um, food is really good. And we have like a touch of German Christmas at home because my mum's from Germany. So that's a nice touch, yeah. Oh, I love that. I really do. And Anthea, if you don't mind me asking you, for, for when you're not at school or not at work, what would you say is your favourite time or one thing you're looking forward to at Christmas? I love spending time with my family. Um, my husband's also an ordained priest, so he tends to do some services and I support him in that. And it's just a place to go for lovely walks, to read good books. I'm an English teacher as well, so love, love reading no novels. And just to be together as a family and to be just so grateful for all the good that is there, there in the world for us. That's really good. I wanted to share a lovely Christmas blessing that we have in our service in St Mary's, and that which the choir sung too. And the Christmas blessing is, may the joy of the angels... The gladness of the shepherds, the worship of the wise man and the peace of the Christ child be yours this Christmas. Amen. Amen. And Anthea, I think that's a perfect place to end our episode here. But thank you so much for your time. It's been great talking to you. Thank you very much indeed. It's been great talking to you. And Philippa, Sydney and Olivia, it's been great talking to all three of you. Thank you for your time here today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. So that's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school's website, downhouse.net. And our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.